I heard someone say once that life is a lot like a sled dog team. Unless you're the lead dog, the scenery never changes. Too often, this is true in our world today, those who are the poorest, those who are the hungriest, those who are the left out, those who are the most abused individuals or nations seem to find that the scenery never changes. And like with sled dogs, those in the lead don't be, seem too concerned about those who are left behind. This is the problem with the rich man in our gospel story from the 16th chapter of Luke. The rich man in the story, this parable of the rich man and Lazarus, that rich man isn't cruel, isn't mean, he isn't anything. And this is the problem. He just saw Lazarus and Lazarus' condition as a natural way of things. And we fall into the same trap when we act like top dogs who notice inequities but say, well, that's just the way things are. It's like teaching children about how to share. This is the challenge that God has with each of us. I can remember when Sarah's father, when he was alive, would come to visit when the boys were little, and they called him the Donut Man. Now, I would tell you, I, I miss those visits myself very much because he would bring donuts, and it all worked out fine unless there was an odd number of donuts. And then the last donut would be grabbed by Big Brother Ben. And I can tell you that Ben did not care about the inequity of the situation that his little brother Blaine was feeling at the time. Oftentimes, when we tried to explain it to him, he would say, that's tough luck. Tough luck. Now, we as adults or as nations, we don't usually actually say this sort of thing, tough luck. But in the way we act, tough luck trickles out. Micah, who we heard from that uh, Latanya read for us earlier from the third chapter, saw this as a problem in his own community. Actually, his whole, that whole book, if you want to know what God's political platform is, read Micah. Micah, in this third chapter, is prophesying and he's unhappy. He is showing his displeasure. For those who say peace, who say that God's love is for everyone, when they are full and others are hungry. For those people, Micah says, it shall be as night. It shall be as if they were without vision. What he's saying here is that when we, we act this way, we miss the point completely. We are in the dark, essentially. We are in the dark spiritually. This is why countries like ours have to be careful. We can't talk about the need for peace in the world and then spend a trillion dollars on upgrading our nuclear weapons arsenal, really escalating our nuclear arsenal. We can't talk about peace in our streets 
and then fail over and over again to pass gun control regulation and let automatic weapons be sold to anyone. We can't talk about peace and have a country that spends all, and communities and others that spend all of its money, all of its budget, so much of its budget, on the weapons infrastructure, on the weapons economy, when issues of poverty and homelessness and joblessness and housing get so little. If we do, we are walking in the dark and we are without vision. That's Micah's word for us today. Because the missing piece in the peace equation is us. We are who we are waiting for, in case you're wondering. People like you and I, who can believe that things aren't just the way they are, and instead work for change in a world, even as I mentioned to a group this past week, even if that change is impossible, it seems, even if that change will never happen in our lifetime, working for change, working for transformation, standing up, speaking out for change is what brings hope into our world and is the only thing and the only thing that has ever allowed us to not have things the way they always were before. The question asked by Christ in our Gospel lesson from Luke last week comes to mind. What does it profit to gain the whole world if we lose ourselves? What does it profit if you gain the whole world and you lose yourself? This is the struggle that the rich man in this story this week from the rich man in Lazarus is asking himself. It's a question we have to ask ourselves today and every day because the blatant point of this gospel story, of this parable this morning, is that there is a gap between our faith and action, and it's time to change our ways. If there is a chasm that is forming between where you are and where you believe God is calling you to be, if there is a chasm between where your home or community is and where you believe God is calling your home and community to be, if there is a chasm between where your nation or your world is, and where God is calling our nation and world to be, God wants us to know the time is now to bridge that connection before it is too late. And when you talk about nuclear weapons, before it is literally too late. Because when we're up there or wherever, and God says, what happened? Did you read all the things about peace in the scriptures? You seem to focus on a very small bit about things like sexuality and other things. There's a lot more about peace. There's a lot more about poverty. I read not too long ago a story about a young woman from Chicago, 16 years old, who grew up in a wealthy family there. She seemingly, as she said, had anything 
she wanted, but at 16, she was a heroin addict. And as she said, she was completely lost. In this story, her words echoed down to us. She said, I quote, my parents gave me everything except themselves. There is such an impulse in our society today to succeed, to acquire, to prosper, that we can lose touch with what is most important in our lives, how God calls us to live and to share and to give all of ourselves to bring God's love and God's hope in this world. To bridge that gap between who we are and that vision of who we can be as children of God. This is true for a family and it's true for a nation and it's true for our world. As we celebrate World Communion Sunday, are we helping to build the peaceful and just and loving community that we talk about, that we read about? Are we that beloved and beloving community we are called to be? The parable of Lazarus and the rich man, it's, it's, it hits me. It's not to glamorize the poor. It's not about demonizing the rich. This parable is not about what you have that matters. It's about what you do with what you have that counts. The missing sense of peace in people's lives that people search for is not found in anything except in ourselves. The light of Christ that shines within us. The rich man couldn't see how he was connected to God and to others as children of God. He didn't have faith enough that moved him to react to that gulf between him and others. So he wants to warn his brothers. Isn't that a powerful scene, those last few verses? When he wants to warn his brothers so that they could see, so that they could change. Did the brothers get the message? I'm not sure, perhaps, each of us as brothers and sisters within the family of God will write our own end to the story. Did we get the message? Did someone rise from the dead to whisper in our ear about what it means to be a child of God in the world today? Did we listen? Did we pay attention? As you come to share in communion today on this World Communion Sunday, don't settle for a community, a world, a nation, a, a, a city, a home 
that is okay with the way it is, that's okay with a tough luck sort of mentality, that is okay with that just the way things are, that's okay with, I'm sure someone else will work for that change. Come this morning and come to God every morning praying for wisdom, praying for vision, praying for the strength to act and to react, to feel the nurturing and nourishing presence of God, of a living God within you, and recognize what you can do. Recognize that you matter. How you can be the missing piece to the peace equation that our world is in such need of. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, help us to be, help us to act, help us to speak, help us to pray, Help us to stand up. For peace in our world. For peace in our cities. For peace in our homes. Help us know that we are that piece of the puzzle. That each of us, it only requires each of us to make this world that beautiful place. That you created it to be. As we share in communion this morning, as people do across this world, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of individuals in far off villages, in cities, in towns, in faraway places, close to home, as they kneel and as they stand, as they come forward, each of those hundreds of millions need only to decide that they are the missing piece, that we are the missing piece. We pray these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's now join together in our hymn. We're only going to sing actually the first and last verses of this hymn on page 2221 of the Faith We Sing hymnal, the black hymnal. The first and last verses of In Unity We Lift Our Song. Please stand if you are able. <laughs> 